Raising the Bar with Boulder Ballet. We are at the dairy. It's about uh, 10 minutes before curtain for Midsummer Night's Dream, and we're here with guest artist Kevin Guile Thomas. Kevin, uh, wow, you've got a few roles coming up here. What, who, who are you performing? So tonight, in opening night, I get the chance to perform for my first time, uh, Bottom, with a great townsman <laughs> that are going to be accompanying me on this wonderful stage at the dairy. I'm very excited. And then tomorrow night and Sunday afternoon, I will get to be one of the lovers or Athenians in the role of Lysander uh, with the great Melissa, who will be retiring after 12 seasons with the Boulder Valley. I last saw you dance with Melissa and Giselle, which and you were such a good pair together. It's so fun to see you dancing with her uh, in this performance. Very grateful that I, I get the chance to, um, to perform with her. It's going to be an amazing performance, thanks to uh, Ben Needham, who's uh, an amazing director and decided to uh, give us a chance to perform together. He's been great choreographing this beautiful part on us. It's been an amazing experience, and uh, I hope that uh, I'll get to come back again next year. So, and that's something I really wanted to discuss with you because, I mean, Colorado Ballet, you're the star. Yeah. Peter Pan, you were Pan. <laughs> I mean, you, you're, uh, I mean, that's really your home company, correct? Absolutely. I've been with the Colorado Ballet for the last 16 years. I get to perform incredible roles such as Peter Pan or Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet and uh, the Nutcracker Prince every year. Um, those are incredible roles, but getting the chance to uh, be a guest artist uh, in such a wonderful company as Boulder Ballet is always a real treat for me. But what's it like to be a guest artist? Because you're not here for every uh, performance, or not performance, but rehearsal. So you're coming in, yeah, actually you haven't been here for that many rehearsals. You've really been studying video, correct? Yes, very much so. Um, the interesting thing is that I'm, I'm used to being a guest artist with various companies throughout the country. What tends to happen is that the artistic director sends me a video um, with the footages of what they are rehearsing. I learn it either on my iPhone or on my tablet for a few weeks. I do my homework diligently every night. I give myself a half hour before I sleep. And then uh, by the time I get to the studios, I know every entrance that I have to make. I'm pretty aware of the spacing and the musicality. And then the artistic director gives me direction as far as expression, what I'm able to uh, to give on stage, um, and that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah, what I think so highly of, and like uh, people on the U.S. ski team and our best best performers, best athletes, is that you want coaching. This has been your life. I mean, you've done this for so long. Is there ever a part of you that's like, no, no, I know what I'm doing? Absolutely not. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those artists who's always willing to uh, make the effort to go further and to keep learning. I believe that I will always be a student. It doesn't matter how good I get in a role or as a performer. I believe that I, I always want to remain teachable. It's been one of my models for all those years, uh, remaining teachable. And when I get to work with such a great choreographer, um, 
like band. It's a chance for me to uh, keep developing as an artist, finding new things, new connection with my dance partners, uh, a greater awareness of uh, what I'm able to do and uh, how I can expand in any given world. Have you had some moments where you thought, oh my gosh, I really don't understand the choice that's being made here for me, but then you do it and you're like, whoa, I get it. Most of the time, I'm, I'm pretty trustworthy with um, what the choreographer or the artistic that are, director that I work with. I'm pretty good with following direction and trusting their their input, their vision, because I think it's a lot about it's a matter of trust. As as a dancer, I have to be willing to embrace their vision in order to um, fully uh, dive into the role and give the best possible impression to the audience. Um, and so it all comes down to trust and Ben and I actually have known each other for many years we performed together or against one another he was at a competition in 2008 it was called the New York International Ballet Competition he was representing the US and I was representing France and uh, yeah we uh, met for three weeks actually it was in a very interesting competition where um, you showed up for two weeks you get to learn choreography on the spot you have to trust their vision and on the third week you get to perform and it was three rounds and um, that's how we first met and uh, hence to uh, trusting one another <laughs> now something I, I, I mean we're running out of time because curtains gonna open here pretty soon but um, something you have that I don't know how you learn that if you can you have presence when you're on stage, your eye just goes to you. You really just command the audience. And how do you have that? What What is it? How do you bring that out in your performance? That's a great question. This is something that I, two things that I like to think about. The first one is that I try to dance as if it was my last show ever. Coming back to the pandemic, the, one of the last shows that I did was Peter Pan and I danced as if it was my last one. Then pandemic happened, theaters closed. And then when theaters reopened, I got to um, get that feeling again because we never know what can happen. So I think that presence comes from that uh, believing that it's my last show, so I dance like my life depends on it. The second thing is uh, visualization. I spend a lot of time visualizing what I'm gonna do on stage, seeing myself in the character, the way it smells, the way the other characters are gonna respond to um, the way I look at them. And I spend a lot of time visualizing prior to the show, the night before, sometimes a few nights before. And that helps me being fully present on stage. And I'm glad that audience members can pick up on that. Now, I did interview you right before Peter Pan, and uh, that was a lot of fun. You've had some real life changes since then. Yes, I, uh, I did become a father during the pandemic. My son just turned uh, two, and uh, I'm, uh, those are the best years um, of my life, I have to say. I'm, I'm truly grateful for this gift, and, um, and also to my wife, who's uh, such a wonderful mother, Sarah, uh, the love of my life. I just heard 10 minutes, so Kevin, thanks so much for sitting down with us before the show. I'd really like to catch up with you after the last show if you've got some time. Absolutely. Thank you so much, George, for inviting me on this podcast. I truly appreciate getting interviewed with you. 
Kevin Gael Thomas. I actually really am enjoying being on stage with you. <laughs> From the Gordon Gam Theater at the Dairy, raising the bar with Boulder Ballet, I'm George Thomas.